Gospel according to John. Glory to you, O Lord. Philip said to Jesus, Lord, show us the Father, and we will be satisfied. Jesus said to him, Have I been with you all this time, Philip, and you still do not know me? Whoever has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, Show us the Father? Do you not believe that I am in the Father and the Father is in me? The words that I say to you, I do not speak on my own, but the Father who dwells in me does his works. Believe me that I am in the Father, and the Father is in me. But if you do not, then believe me because of the works themselves. Very truly I tell you, the one who believes in me will also do the works that I do, and in fact will do greater works than these, because I am going to the Father. I will do whatever you ask in my name, so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If in my name you ask me for anything, I will do it. If you love me, you will keep my commandments, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to be with you forever. This is the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him. You know him, because he abides with you, and he will be in you. I have said these things to you while I am still with you, but the Advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you everything and remind you of all that I have said to you. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled, and do not let them be afraid. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise, Praise to you, O Christ. Christ. You may be seated. Good morning. Good morning. Buenos, dias. Buenos dias. Let us pray. Dear God, we thank you for coming to be with us, Holy Spirit, enlightening our hearts and minds with faith. Help us receive you. Help us to listen to one another by your grace. Amen. Every day during the week, I look forward to chapel. I lead chapel with the Grace Lutheran Preschool usually three, sometimes four times each week at 10 a.m. And if you're ever free at 10 a.m., Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, feel free to stop by and you can worship with us. 
Preschool chapel is a lot of fun because the preschoolers say whatever is on their mind. They don't sugarcoat it. They don't have a filter yet of what's polite and what's not. I'll give you an example. But first, Spanish. Me encanta cada día entre la semana porque hacemos el servicio de la capilla con los niños de la preescuela. Ellos dicen lo que quieren sin filtro. So a couple of years ago, here's the example. I was teaching them a song that we know, Shine, Jesus, Shine. It's a contemporary Christian song in our hymnal. You probably know it, right? It goes like this. Shine, Jesus, shine. Fill this land with the Father's glory. Blaze, Spirit, blaze. Set our hearts on fire. Cut. When I taught this song, one of the little girls started crying. She looked very upset, and I asked, what's wrong? And she said, I don't want God to set my heart on fire. I tried to explain that it was a different kind of fire, that it didn't hurt. It's about feeling God's love. Una vez enseñó una canción que dice, enciende mi corazón. Y una niña me dijo, no quiero. Era chistoso porque ella pensaba que Dios iba a lastimar su corazón. It was funny. It made me think about how in church, you know, we have a peculiar way of talking about things that sometimes really just doesn't even make sense to someone who hasn't been taught the lingo, like a heart catching on fire. Today, we remember the gift of the Holy Spirit and how it came to the believers, and it looked like tongues of fire resting on each person's head. So again, who wants to go to church and have their head set on fire? It sounds kind of strange. Es chistoso porque las palabras que usamos en la iglesia son distintas. Y las historias también, como el día de hoy, la historia de las lenguas de fuego puesto arriba de cada cabeza de los creyentes. The other thing that happened in the story was the miraculous ability to speak in different languages. Many congregations today have a tradition of inviting members to recite the same verse in as many different languages as possible. This highlights the diversity and the international composition of the church. It's a lot of fun. También el día de hoy de Pentecostés repartieron el don de hablar en idiomas diferentes y en unas congregaciones hay tradiciones de practicar esto. When the Holy Spirit came down from heaven as a sign of God's grace, it did not just allow the people to speak in different languages. I even wonder if that's not the point. The miracle of Pentecost was that a diverse group of people who already spoke many different languages could understand each other. 
The gift of the Holy Spirit is to be able to understand what people need, want, suffer from, and desire. And you have been given this gift. The gift of the Holy Spirit is freely given to you through baptism, through faith. It allows you to understand your fellow human beings. En mi humilde opinión, el milagro de Pentecostés no es hablar en idiomas diferentes, sino entender al prójimo, aunque hay diferencias entre nosotros. Grace, grace is like the Holy Spirit. In the Pentecost story that we read today, Danka, Ingrid, the tongues of fire are distributed evenly among the believers. Everybody gets one resting on their head. Nobody's left out. The prophet Joel says the Spirit of God will be poured out on all flesh. That is grace. Grace also appeared to the people of God when they wandered through the wilderness after they left Egypt. Everybody got the same food. It was called manna, also a sign of God's grace. Everybody gets some. There's enough for everybody. Like this morning, bulletins. We had a moment of scarcity, but when the people shared, there's enough for everybody. Holy communion is a sign of God's grace. We all come to the table with our hands open to receive, and all those who wish to may receive the bread and the wine. That is how God's grace works. Everybody gets some. It's a gift of God. La gracia de Dios es grande porque los dones del Espíritu son para todos, como maná en el desierto, como la Santa Comunión, todos reciben la gracia de Dios. You are saved by grace, through faith, and not by works. Está salvado por la gracia de Dios, a través la fe y no por las obras. So what are we supposed to do about it? We're supposed to have faith. And what is faith? Faith is about believing that no matter what you do, God will love and treat you just the same. You cannot persuade God to treat you any differently. You can't bargain with God. You cannot make a deal with God. You can't act in such a way as to have God shower you with prosperity. That's not how it works. Why? Because God's already done it before you asked. Before we try to make a bargain, God has already given us goodness and grace. Faith is about believing that you must be responsible for your life and the changes that you want to see happen in your life and in the world. Tenemos que tener fe. Fe no es fácil. No es dejar que Dios hace todo. No. Fe 
es saber que ya Dios ha dado todo de lo que necesitamos y ya tú tienes que alcanzar a tus metas. The longer that I live, the more aware I become of my own limitations. When I was younger, I thought that I could do anything. I had such idealistic goals and expectations for my life. I was enamored, like so many of us are, by the myth of works righteousness. I thought that if I worked hard enough, I could do anything. But the older I get, the more I realize that I am quite limited in what I can do. However, I have also come to realize that in fellowship, God's people working together are able to accomplish tremendous things that I could never do alone. The power of fellowship. Cuando yo era más joven, yo pensaba que yo podía hacer todo, que yo pudiera alcanzar cualquier meta que quería como un superhombre. Esta era el mito de las obras. Ya yo sé que yo no puedo hacer todo solito. Sin embargo, como pueblo, cuando convivimos juntos, podemos hacer grandes cosas. The problem with accomplishing big things is that it requires big groups of people to be unified around a common goal. I've learned that in order to do this, I must be flexible with my own goals, realizing that I can find common ground with others if we can find common ground. Together, we have a chance to succeed. And that is what Pentecost is all about. El problema de unir el pueblo y no ser dividido es tener metas juntos. Esto sí es posible por el poder del Espíritu en entender el prójimo. Esto es el propósito de Pentecostés. So here we have it. You have God's grace. And I pray that you have faith in God's grace so that you can live out your faith through the long struggle to listen and understand your fellow human being, your spouse, your friend, your family member, your neighbor, and your enemy. Some of the greatest, most successful people say that the key to their success was not that they were persuasive, but that they understood the needs of those around them. Si tú tienes fe, y espero que sí, tienes mucha fe, estás enviado a atender tu pareja, tu amigo, tu familiar, tu vecino, y claro, tu enemigo. We are in the age of the Spirit. We are in the age of listening and understanding. Go forth with God and listen. Estamos en la época del Espíritu. Estamos en la época de escuchar y entender. Vaya con Dios para escuchar. Amen. I invite the members of council to come forward. Um,